हाय मिशेल हाय सारा हाय एवरीबॉडी हाय एवरीवन वेलकम बैक टू द एपिसोड ऑफ बुक्स एंड बियॉन्ड सीजन 4 वी आर सो हैप्पी टू बी डूइंग दिस वंस अगेन इन वीडियो Yes. Uh, so how are you today, Michelle? I'm good, Tara. I've been waiting for this episode since forever, <laughs> and I've actually been like, you know, counting the days a traditional way by crossing it out on the calendar because, and another reason is because we are twinning, which is my coincidence. Right? We did not plan this, guys. <laughs> like last time, it is yeah. a coincidence, but it's super fun. Right? Yeah, I'm loving it. So what are we talking about today? Michelle? Today is my absolute. Uh, one of my absolute favorite topics, Sara. We are going to be talking about are the books better than the adaptations, or you know, are adaptations better? Right? This is a very controversial uh, topic yeah. among bookworms, and for yeah. a very good reason. Yeah. yeah. And I, I know, Michelle, you have been dying to do this because you always, you know, like I want to write an article about adaptations. Let's <laughs> talk about adaptations. So yes. we're doing it. So, what do you think? Are books better than the adaptation? What is your like? Start us off here. Okay, so you know, not many bookworms have agreed with me over the past, and I'm sure that you know our viewers who are also watching might not agree with me. But I think that you know, setting a very clear boundaries that a book is always better than than an adaptation is being very rigid. So I like this fluidity. I like how you know, if you love a world in a story, it's it's just another way to experience it on screen. For me, I see it as an extension of my love for the story. You know, for what I mean is. once you close the book it ends there right i mean of course you can always reread a book but then when i watch the uh, characters you know alive on screen for me it's it's another way of reliving that book right what about you that's a very interesting way to think about the adaptation because i feel so sad you know when a book ends when it's a really good book you feel <laughs> yeah. that sense of like oh no i don't i don't i don't want to leave this world and then you see the movies It was like that for me for Harry Potter. You know, lots yeah. of people said, "Oh, I don't uh, like the movies," but it was a way to continue living in that world, and exactly. I just wanted to continue living in that world. I never thought about it that way. Like for mm. me, I think why I like adaptations is because uh, I already know it's good. It's sort of like comfort reading. Mm. It's sort of so like the story is already vetted. <laughs> yeah, like it's sort of like rereading, right? Like yeah, you know, yeah. it's gonna be uh, like obviously there. It's a it's a different format, so mm. there might be some variables there, but you know that. There's a high chance you're going to enjoy it, and mm. it's a comforting thing to right. know what happens. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want to know. Like I've said, Harry Potter, and I have a lot more. <laughs> you know, I can go on about this, but since you are the adaptation queen here, if I may say oh, wow. so, I love that title. Yeah, what is your favorite? <laughs> Um okay so uh, you know there are so many i can go into a whole list but if i had to pick one or uh, you know from the top of my head i think it will be the curious case of benjamin button um and and so uh, for all mm-hmm. our viewers i mean uh, it might be a spoiler but you know i have to share why i i really love that story you know be it in the in a a uh, book format in a long story format or on screen the thing is it was for the first time i saw this you know it's it's more like a sci-fi tale more like a time travel kind of tale because the man is born as an old person he ages basically it's reverse aging and then he dies as a baby and the woman is obviously ages normally like we do but it's a love story between this couple and i am always crazy for love stories but you know this this was told so well and and you know uh, you know um without doubt it's based on a story 
right so it's definitely a good story so when i look at an adaptation i don't only look at it for story right there are other things so i loved the makeup that's one thing and and i feel it's very difficult to depict that kind of transformation right from uh, you know imagine a, an old baby and then you you know turn young so i loved i loved all the uh, you know the makeup the effects the acting brilliant acting brad pitt and kate blanchett absolutely flawless i mean i think you know the characters elevate the story right you always envision a certain thing but then the characters elevated but what i want to mention to our viewers here is i have usually come across adaptations first and not the book first right usually people especially bookworms come to know the story through the books and then they watch it right but i have come across movies first and then i go back to read the story which happened with this um another one that comes to mind is we need to talk about kevin by Lionel okay. Shriver. Have, have you seen no, it? No, no, oh, you should not oh, read the book either. It's it's a little disturbing. So what I mean is, it's uh, you know it brings uh, back memories of our conversation about dark uh, characters. Uh, so there's this boy Kevin, and uh, when he becomes a teen, he ends up killing a lot of students in in his high school auditorium. So it's this whole process of how the mother tries to understand how did my son turn out to be a murderer? You mm. know, very interesting tale, and I love the movie especially because of the child actor. Like. I can I think have a whole episode on just child acting Tara because I am fascinated by that you know how yeah. do you take that innocence of a child and make them play uh, a character right have you have that you is of... a very interesting question yeah. and I like what you're saying you know because it's the same story uh, and there's so many different ways to engage with yeah. these mediums like when you're reading you're reading the story you, 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 it's the same story but you're reading it for a different thing you're reading it for language you're reading it yes. for uh, portrayal you're reading it to get into the really get into the head of the character when you're watching that same story on the screen you're watching it for this beautiful cinematography or the visuals or the yes. acting uh, there's yeah. so many ways to engage with one idea uh, and that's quite interesting that you come to um, a book after the movie uh, <laughs> yeah i had this mental block for the longest time that i had to any any adaptation i had to read the book first mm. and then only would i see it so did you cheat any time i <laughs> then no so then i realized it's not sustainable right because yeah. there's so much good stuff out there Correct. and i have to admit uh, i feel weird admitting this but i saw the great catsby movie with leonardo dicaprio before i read the book same year the same year was, so there's no yeah, shame yeah. <laughs> the book was always on my like list and yeah. and, and then so my yeah. friends were going in anyway then i read the book afterwards mm. uh, but a favorite another favorite adaptation that I think is very interesting because sometimes you know how people say oh the book is better than the Correct. movie always yeah yeah it's that I have come across movies that are way better than the book and I find that so fascinating oh, which, which one you know because a book like so for example girl on the train oh. I didn't like the book like I have to be honest I didn't like the book right. that much but when i saw the movie i was like oh my god they've taken the same thing and right. it works so much better on the screen mm, some stories right. might just work much better on the screen i find that play and that dichotomy also very interesting right as well oh it's also a hindi adaptation right with pariniti chopra yeah. did you see it no i haven't seen that but it's crazy how one thing can like yes. just go into across Uh, industries, yeah. But you know, that are talking about uh, adaptations that are good also makes me think about which weren't that good, right? Yeah. Um, okay, so if I had to name one, I generally like uh, most of the adaptations. But 
one movie i think i didn't like as much i think it was a sense of an ending have you have you read no, i've read so, the book which i love yes the book was phenomenal that's why i mean what i feel is if a book is really that well written i mean if it's kind of like a masterpiece and you know it's really it's very difficult to also adapt um to screen so i i did feel that the movie didn't do justice uh, mm. to the to the story and and i i think i left it midway like it's very rare like i usually have the patience for even very slow stories you know like yeah retro stories and even those which have a very slow kind of atmosphere but with that movie i just felt it didn't do the kind of justice yeah. it right? reminds me of goldfinch which is also an adaptation yeah. of a, a a book yes and it brings me back to how certain kinds of books are better suited for exactly. the screen so you know like yeah. when we spoke to on the book on our other podcast which is the book people where we interview people from publishing we spoke to book to screen agent siddharth jain and he yes. said that literary fiction sometimes doesn't do well on the screen yeah. because in literary fiction the point is not the action or the visual correct the it's a different the point is like the play on the language yeah and it's not yeah. plot like i it's mean not plot. yeah and from yeah. what i've heard like most of the literary fiction writers yeah. say oh we don't need a plot correct. for it and and if you don't have a plot how can you translate yeah. it to screen yeah, yeah and, and it also like makes me think about you know nowadays there's this big boom where every single yes. writer is wanting to uh go to screen right because it's where the money is let, let, let's be honest would you think that would change the way that people approach the book format in the first place because you know the kinds of things that work for screen yeah so would you then like like would you would it like cannibalize mm. or bastardize the book format in any way what do you think about that so you know tara actually i've noticed that there are different kinds of writers right so some are very clearly focused they want to write literary fiction books right and i've spoken to a lot of writers and that because i i think i am also a little bit like that but then there are other kinds of writers who love looking at their work in different formats right and we have noticed that there is a boom so probably they would love to see it as an audio book or they would love to see it adapted on screen but i feel that now that we're opening up to different formats there is a market for everybody but right. i do think that it also comes with the point of interest like like what are you interested in so so you're you? saying that some people who might want to write literary books yeah. will do so even if it doesn't get yes. adapted to screen because that's what yeah. they want they're, to do. they're okay with that while some people yeah. so the yeah. genre is not dying according to you which <laughs> yes. is good to know uh, <laughs> yeah. but speaking about an adaptation that i dislike because you you spoke yeah. about yeah. one one adaptation that i dislike uh, is the handmaid's tale now i loved right. the book um i love Mag- margaret atwood and the book was one of the first sort of dystopian fiction books that okay. i read and it mm. really got me into this whole dystopian right. fiction genre mm-hmm. so when the series came out i was sort of very gung ho about watching it but mm. they just i mean they just made it into a sort of like tragedy porn mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. where you mean they they changed the story as well so the first season they didn't change the story mm-hmm. but then now it's approaching i think it's fourth or fifth season oh. where they've really sort of you know basically it's mm. about women who are yeah. very sort of marginalized and it's a dystopian society Correct. where women have no rights right mm-hmm. so the first season was fine still okay it was watchable yeah. but it's become tragedy porn where this woman oh. the crux of the story is that this woman is trying to escape her situation okay. but is not able to that's the arc mm. that's, that's the, just you mean stretching that stretch so okay, it's okay, all, okay, it's, okay. i didn't like this adaptation at all because mm. it sort of took a really good interesting nuanced literary fic- mm, one of the mm, very few mm, literary mm. sort of uh, yeah i get it you mean a mix of speculative and, and, and literary, literary and sort of like ruined it a bit so that's the one that i like <laughs> but speaking of you yeah. know we spoke about the screen but as you said there's a content boom and there are mm. you know people writing and things being adapted all across yes. the format so you want to talk a little bit about that yeah i think 
you know tara like earlier uh, we just had books right like yeah. now i love that you know even formats right like you have ebooks like you know <laughs> you can you can switch between an ebook or a paperback right and and for example for me uh, when i've had this screen fatigue right like when i'm really tired of staring at the screen because you know writers editors we spend a lot of time in front of the screen and i'm sure everyone else who has a lot of uh, you know i would say their work revolves around the screen yeah. uh, you want a break so yeah. that's where podcasts you know come into the play right you can just walk you can exercise and you can just listen to a podcast so i really love how that you know you can move between formats and also devices right so so for example even if you're watching an adaptation you can see it on your phone you can see it on a bigger screen or whatever right yeah. so i like that flexibility because i yeah. do think that otherwise uh, you know you just you have very limited options what yeah. about you i think writers are adapting more and more so again yeah. in the book people we spoke to uh, author megna pant yes who's just come out with a very interesting new book and she actually wrote a book for she wrote a screenplay which she then converted into a book which is the first i've heard of that sort yes, of it's uh, usually the other transition you know and yeah. i've also now heard of podcasts being converted into books mm. so again you know like this is what i tell everyone it's it's about the idea yes you know yeah, yeah. it's about we are and and even in books and beyond right we are in the process of disseminating the idea the beyond you know <laughs> we are, we're talking about climate yeah. change you know hmm. uh, and obviously we're talking we're delving into the writing process the book format hmm. but you know stories are sort of people ask me your book our books going to die are like mm. you know what's going to happen and so i if, and i tell them you stories know, are never going to die yeah and yeah. if i can you know add to that that i used for called climate change so yeah. it just uh, triggered a memory of you know uh, for example i uh, we loved speaking to amitav ghosh about climate change but you know that uh, conversation uh, i would say Uh, it sowed the seed in my mind and and eventually i ended up writing a poem and wow. and you know a lot of people say poetry is dying for Correct. example right yeah. so w- what i mean is i am also a person who loves working in different forms like what mm. i mean is even within writing we are seeing that you know there are different ways you can write a screenplay you can write a poem a short story a novel and you never know like tomorrow either of them could be adapted right, right? so there is a there is a short story by franz kafka and and i love i love his tales I and mean, of course they are a little dark but but he's known for that thing and you know on youtube you will find an adaptation of a short story which is it's it's really interesting yeah. because you know it doesn't have to be a novel it yeah. doesn't have to be a, a full length book it could even be something as as short as a story and it could be adapted yeah. another like uh, book that comes to mind is the martian by yes. andy weir uh, uh, andy yeah. weir and i was really amazed because i first watched the movie mm. and then like you i went to read the book and i thought that yeah you know uh, obviously the movie version is going to be like hmm. way better hmm. right because hmm. it's all about space and hmm. like you like i watched really it in 3d it be and everything okay and the book was as good and it was the same story but it was like right. it's so different it made me think about like what you say about like keeping it alive and it then made me think about all these like marvel this marvel universe mm. which is all about keeping these myths and and you know yeah. this and even the harry potter now with grindelwald and all of that it's all yeah. about like that world and sort of expanding on that world yeah, yeah. in like merchandise or like mm. reaction videos on youtube podcast so different characters coming up so um, you know the martian uh, that because i know that you know people have their own if there are interest in which genre they like also right so this reminds me of another uh, speculative fiction um, story so the book is called under the skin 
um you know what other genres do you see being adapted more But than others and like which do yeah. you like actually so i have a i have a very different experience yeah. here i've seen a lot of lit fic really? adapted like yeah so i'll ones? give you examples yeah. my favorites okay I mean, you can stop me if I'm yeah, blabbering. Yeah. <laughs> so one is "Never Let Me Go" by Kazuo Ishikawa. That's okay. I loved it. Like, I mean, the But adaptation. That also has a sci-fi version. Correct, yeah, correct. But yeah. I, I mean, what I mean is, it, it, it definitely has a sci-fi element. But for me, it felt more like a literary, uh, especially okay. the adaptation. Could you give our listeners a little a line about what that book is about? Yes. So, movie? so um, uh, it's it's a I would very depressing, very sad tale about three friends. Okay, they grow up together in a, in a hostel. It's called Hailsham. and it's set in england and all of that and it's set in this time where uh, humans are cloned just to uh, donate their organs to someone so very a uh, lot of ethics mm. issues here and many things to think about but you know what i loved about it tara is the relatability i loved the friendship element i loved the love aspect of it so very very um, relatable aspects but you know converted really well to the screen so honestly you know when i read the book um it it's written in a uh, in a epistolary format so you know epistolary format means when you write it in diaries when you write it in letters right and i didn't envision that it, this could be on screen you you see what i mean like there are some kinds which you can't imagine that there'll be an adaptation but the adaptation was brilliant and they they retain the epistolary uh, um, format uh, no no they didn't. they didn't and and in fact if i maybe it's you know controversial but i thought the movie was a little better than wow yeah and this is kazuo ishiguro talking yeah no about. really i felt the, the <laughs> okay. movie was way better. Better, yeah. because it it was concise, like yeah, I mean, yeah. and uh, so there are a lot lot of other literary fiction. I'll just name uh, name a few. So there's a Clockwork Orange, not seen. Uh, set in a dystopian. Uh, this this I will not. See, that's another thing I'm picking up. Dystopia. Yeah, yeah. No, no. But what what I would like to say is these are mostly known as literary fiction. Okay. What I mean is, you know, even this categorizing can happen that that some books can be called both. So this could be dystopia and literary fiction. I have one that is purely lit fic that oh, is coming to my mind. Which one? Call me by your name. Yeah, yeah. What a correct, beautiful correct. movie. That was so artistic, so yeah, poetic. Yeah, 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 you're right. That that fits yeah, more of a yeah. lit fic. You know, another one that comes to mind is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Have you seen that, Tara? So it's set in a mental asylum oh gosh i'm going through the, all these dark dark stories <laughs> but here. yeah but it's it's a litfic uh, it's it's a novel it's set in a mental asylum but you know what i liked about it that as we talk about patriarchy we have seen a lot of stories where patriarchy affects right so this was about matriarchy women rule the the mental asylum and the inmates are men so it kind of shows you the oh kind of God. yeah like the upbringing or or you know the the matriarchy that uh, yeah. can have yeah. so yeah, i think I like historical that. adaptations do really well like yeah. i like to watch a lot of those right, so right. like a few that come to mind is uh the gonzi literary society <laughs> yes. which is uh, yeah. such a beautiful book it's set after world war 2 in the aftermath of world war 2 where a writer um, discovers a book club yeah secret secret a, secret society, secret yeah. society uh, in a little island off the coast of england and how inculcating herself into yeah. that book club 
changes her life and also uh, you know helps her recover from her experience of yeah. the war um that was a beautiful because of visuals and you know that english countryside <laughs> i love yeah, these historical yeah. elements so, because so I have they translate for really you, well tara because since you watch a lot of historical fiction right do you feel that they do justice to the time period now that's one thing which i've always mm. thought of like i mean of course you can recreate things but what i mean is have you ever felt when you've watched that this is a simulation that this is not a uh, like probably mm. set um, actually like not you know mm. actually i feel like it comes more alive i'll tell you the difference like sometimes i f- mm. like sometimes you know like when you travel to a historical place or when you're reading these historical fictions yeah. you imagine yourself in that time period and right. that's what's also like the beauty of that yeah. like another book that was really good was victoria and abdul mm. where there was this english uh, the um an indian guy who is queen victoria takes him as a servant uh yeah. to her palace and they become really good friends and it causes a lot of controversy mm. so one is that obviously when you're reading it you you have that ability to put yourself and imagine yourself in the situation to so travel time but then there's yeah. some limitations like i personally feel there are limitations of my imagination where i would really want to see it in front of me and i want to see all the people the crowds you know i want to paint that picture because it's so vivid yeah. historical fiction mm. lends itself to uh, uh, su- such a vivid images and that's why i like these kind of movies i feel they do actually a really good job uh, mm. with the costumes and especially yeah. the ones that i i've seen no that's uh, interesting yeah. because see that's our only way to travel i mean travel. Uh, in one way that's yeah. our only way to go back in yeah. time right like yeah. when you read something it might not be that um, yeah. what about visual? crime adaptations because i don't read that much crime hmm. Uh, hmm. i read more lit fic and historical fiction right. i i read across genres yeah. but there's there are obviously some genres that contribute more to adaptations yeah. like crime fantasy and we can go on forever but what i want to ask is that you know now what's happening is that when a writer starts a project with the idea which you talk about the, at the idea level hmm. they started only thinking it will be adapted into various so they, it's not like they're writing a book which will then be adapted they right. think of it as something that already will be able to be adapted to podcast or book or web series or hmm. or uh, something like that for example modern love you know the column yeah. which uh, was a series of essays and then uh, made into a podcast and a and a uh, show right very clearly uh, conceptualized also like that the mm. new essays that have been yeah. sort of uh, commissioned so as a writer you know if somebody has an idea a great idea and they want to write it in a way that it can be uh, shown into many different platforms how do you think they can begin this Oh that's interesting actually you know Tara maybe i can share a little bit about my process yeah. so when i get an idea uh, i almost always try it out in, in different ways so what i mean is i experiment beginning itself like with one para like could it be a poem could it be a short story does it have enough meat or potential to be a, a longer story right and the reason i do it in in the beginning itself is because of course you know you you spend a lot of time and energy and in in uh, envisioning and and writing it in one format and then probably you realize it's not the right one so what i think is you know like like you said if for example a writer wants to it to be available in different formats you know write a pilot for example write a pilot episode that could probably be uh, a first episode of of a web series write a pilot episode that could go up as a podcast and write a pilot of a story that could either become a novel so i, I do think that that saves a lot of effort and and time and energy and then you also know uh, what you'd like to work on first i love this method like i feel like if you don't try you don't know but then you exactly. also have to save your time so exactly. just like dip your foot into it and then you'll see 
that's a really good method and i think that our viewers would, might uh, might be very interested i for one can't wait to see what like comes out of our community i for one can't wait to see what our creators come up with we have so many amazing talented people in our community creating across yeah. formats whether it's a podcast or a youtube like how we are making this podcast youtube movie and, and and the other things that we've spoken about and even at bound you know it's about the idea you know that's yes. why we call books and beyond and yeah. it's all about this age of boundless creativity where we're looking at stories at the idea level and then we're seeing where that opportunity is and how to fit our creators and our storytelling with that opportunity so yeah. for example what we're doing now is as you know we're creating a lot more podcast with that view yes. uh, across uh, subjects and across you know genres with obviously that focus on curating the best of human wisdom from india and showcasing it to the world because i for one thing there's so much in india and and as they say the best idea wins the right? best idea yeah. wins yeah and, and it just there's a treasure trove of content and stories out there uh and that's what we are very excited about as you know we have some amazing creators that we are working with to create podcasts and other forms of content um and we're always looking for new people to work yes. with a new creator so if you do have an idea you can feel free to reach yeah. out anytime we are always looking for it yeah yes. so um you know tara i wish this episode goes you know longer and longer because i can you know talk about um stories on all formats um, any time of the day uh but it has to end here but we would love to know you know which are your favorite adaptations right like you know the ones you like dislike and and if you think that something can be converted you know to something else please let us know i think we would love to see that yeah. yes thank you so much and please follow us on all our social media channels we're at bound india and please do not forget to subscribe to this channel if you like our videos looking forward to seeing you next time yeah so we'll be back next wednesday with another episode